Hello, I am Heidi and welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we talk to real people and share true stories of overcoming life's challenges. We are taking life's lemons and making lemonade. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Zara. Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I'm looking forward to getting to know you. Thank so, you so much for having me, Heidi. Yay. you got to start out by telling me a couple of things about yourself. Okay. Uh, my name is Zara Carson. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and founder and CEO of a company called Gets End. Uh, I have a background in neuroscience, positive psychology, psychology. I just, I, I think I became fascinated with human behavior and what drives us and you know what separates the, the the truly happy like those special people that have that little sparkle in their eye like they know the secret to life from the rest of us and also those that achieved great great success and had such a big vision from the rest of us that, that you know somehow got stuck in this process of being human and so I became fascinated with finding that winning formula to happiness and I think you can have success without happiness because, you you know, there's so many stories of people that have had enormous wealth and success but haven't really found happiness. But I think happiness includes some level of success because we need to be free of worry. We need to have enough money to pay our bills and have a secure future and have our families fed and you know, just to take away that underlying stress. In my 25-year career, I worked as a trusted advisor to C-level executives and big, big projects. And, you know, that paired with all of my, my studies, I, I just decided all of these patterns showed up in the data. And I decided I needed to teach people the secret to happiness and success. I sort of figured it out for myself. So that was what got me started. And then I, you know, as I started studying, it was really just from my pure enjoyment and because I'm a bit of a science nerd I just, you know I wanted all of that data I wanted a deeper standing of why these things were occurring and why I was feeling so much better and how I found this inner peace by doing one or two simple little things in my day and I decided at a certain point that I you know I, I wanted to use all that research and Really, I chose the top 18 tools and strategies and created a system called the Rewire System so that anyone could do this, so that you can have the, the winning formula to happiness and success. So that's me. Yay, that's so awesome. Okay, but there's a reason, too. I mean, I know you're interested in it and the science yes. behind it and stuff, but there's got to be a lemon to lemonade story there. Something you can take me oh, back yeah. and... Tell me something that happened to you of why this was so important to you to study happiness. I can take you way, way back. It's, a, it's such a great question. And, and I love that you're pursuing this story with everyone and all of your guests because it's so, it's so powerful and it really helps shift the needle for so many people and create change that, that they all need. Um, so I, I started because I was born in South Africa during apartheid as a, you know, as a person of uh, previously disadvantaged race would say and you know that brings up a lot of things I think at such a young age you're exposed to pretty complex situations that we are really just too little to process you know you're facing discrimination and segregation and humiliation and racial differences and hatred that didn't feel normal because as a child it's not it's something that's learned and taught and and so there are a lot of questions and it was really complex to try and figure that out. And so 
you know, as a human being, we are we're storytelling beings. We are meaning-making machines. The moment we started thinking, we started adding meaning to things. And what happens is, I think Helen Keller said it best, where she said, you know, a child just wanders through life without any concept of time until one day, you know, you fall down, you brush yourself off, you have a little cry, you get up, you start playing again. But one day, something so big has happened that forces you to ask the question, why? I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And for me, that was a specific moment at this time in my life when I was very young, and I couldn't understand why I wanted to, I wanted to go to a public beach, and the public beach were reserved for, you know, for, for whites only. So it was whites only, non-whites. And it just, it didn't make any sense. And my little three, four-year-old brain in that moment decided that it needed to search for an answer to make sense of the world around me. And the, the answer I, I found or landed on in my subconscious was, I guess I'm not good enough. And this is something universal. This is something that we all face in some form or the other, not smart enough, not tall enough, not pretty enough, not thin enough, not capable enough, not skilled enough, not educated enough, you know, later in life. And so I just... I became aware of this thought pattern inside of me for many years, and I started just my own exploration, my own studies of self-analysis and where does this all come from, and only now I realized this was always part of my journey. There was a reason I went through that experience, and when I started working in the corporate world and I started my coaching practice, and I, I trained in, you know, did various studies in the subconscious because we are 5% conscious mind, 95% subconscious. All of our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors live in that subconscious world. So we are not accessing 95% of our operating system. We're just running on autopilot all the time. And that's why so many people can't break out of this cycle towards happiness or success. And we actually evolved to be really good at survival. You know, our brains are wired to keep us safe and protected and alive. And that's a wonderful thing, you know, but that very mechanism, that very programming actually can work counter to our very attempts at happiness or better health or wealth and success. You know, it holds us back. So for example, if you're looking at the area of love and the first time an emotion showed up and your survival mechanism kicked in and said, okay, you experienced fear for the first time, let's say. And in that moment, your subconscious, just like my little, my little three-year-old brain said, oh, I, can't, I guess this is my story. I'm not good enough. So what happens is we, we come up with a quick strategy and it all happens beyond our awareness. So a quick strategy Let's say you're two years old and you faced fear for the first time. Your little subconscious mind said to you, oh, okay, when fear happens next time, I'm going to shut down and push people away. I'm going to protect myself. That's like a strategy to manage the fear, to keep you safe, to have that survival mechanism intact. So think about how that plays out in love later on in life. So you have this subconscious pattern running in your operating system. You don't know it's there. You don't understand how it's working. All you know is somehow when you get into relationships, whether it's with your, your parent or your child or your sibling or your colleague or even your primary partner, 
we protect ourselves and we get into these arguments and these fights where we don't feel completely safe with someone where something feels fearful to us. And so we, we do that same, we execute that same strategy, almost like, again, like we're on autopilot, shut down, push the person away, don't know why we're doing it, have some tiny awareness that the fight wasn't really a fight that we could fully understand, right? And so I became fascinated with like how to pull this apart and how to have more power over it. And so I became really interested in, so neuroscience is really the, the study of the brain and how we catalog thoughts and how we encode memories and where, you know, where emotions live and how can we unravel some of that to have more access over you know, stress and fear versus more empowering thoughts and feelings. And it all really just came together. And so that was the start of my journey is unraveling that not good enough stuff. And then, so my lemon was, we go through life with like a very minimal set of marching orders, you know, do well in school, maybe do well in sports or extracurricular activities. Then all of a sudden, pick a major, go to, go to college or university, then it's get a job, pick a career, you know, get the house, get the car, get the wife, get the husband and the kids. And then at some point, miraculously, happiness should just show up on your doorstep like Amazon delivered it, but it doesn't happen. And it's, you know, we're not actually given a set of tools. We're not in school, at least in, in, in the generation I was raised in. It was more survival-based. Parents were raising kids and being the place. It didn't really go beyond what do you need in order to be happy. And so in my coaching practice, what I came to realize is, you know, it's my job to sort of, I would meet a person that would be really put together. And I would think to myself, how are they not where they want to be in their life? Whether that's in terms of health, in terms of love and connection, whether in terms of career or opening a business or creating wealth. And so it was my job as a coach to step into their world so I can see the world through their lenses. And then I dismantle the walls, pull them down so that they can actually see more possibility. But, you know, once we do that, then we set, we set in place some goals. What do you want to achieve? Why did you come here to see me? What do you want to achieve? Is it, you know, what's stopping you in terms of finding better health? Do you have an injury that you're resistant to healing from? Is there some chronic condition that you can't remove yourself from? Is it inability to build a relationship with your partner, your sister, your friend, you know, or is it career related? And as we were mapping out their goals, it's then my job to help them get from current state to future state. So here you are now, and here's where you want to be, and then we create a plan. But as we started defining all of that, I was just really surprised to find that more than 90% of my clients could not actually tell me that when they got to their end goal, if they would be or what they would be feeling or why they were actually pursuing the goal. And so I came to realize, okay, we need to just take a step back and I need to give people the tools to unlock and really map out almost like a life plan, map out what would it be for you? Happiness is not a one-size-fits-all solution. You know, what makes one person happy is going to be completely different than another. You know, I, I met a person one time who was just completely happy running his business. And then outside of business, he wanted to just 
live in his RV. He thought that was the ultimate freedom, is just to travel around, park anywhere in the world he liked, be able to just move around, and that made him happy. Listen, there are a lot of girls that would think he's a great guy, but maybe not want to date a guy that wants to live in an RV. So what is your value? What is your formula for success? Do you want to live on the beach? Do you want a lake house? Do you want to, are you just happy with your family and your home and having a job or career that you love? You know, what is your particular formula? And I realize it's very personal. And so I put together this plan to sort of help people map out what actually would make them happy. And that was the first you know, kind of the start of this. And so I, like many, was just going through my life very goal-oriented, you know, and I did well. I was a management consultant at a very high level. I had everything I thought I would have wanted to achieve in life. You know, I had, I had a very decent salary. I had a job that I loved that allowed me lots of authority and freedom, and, and I mastered it at a very high level, which felt great. I had enough money. I had a home. I had enough money to travel when I wanted, to see my friends and family when I wanted. I had a full social life. And so my lemon, as you say, was what was that pivotal moment, that turning point was I was I was on a very uh, stressful project and I was taking a break to walk to the office kitchen to get a coffee for myself. And I just caught myself. I just was... I was moving so fast. I was walking fast. I was breathing fast. And it was just a moment of clarity where I said, wow, like I'm really tightly wound. I'm not even taking a full breath right now because I'm, I'm just always rushing. I'm always sprinting. And I, I finally got the clarity and it was like this visual of being on an endless race. Like I was running a marathon with no finish line. And I said, okay, I've done everything I was supposed to do. And somehow I'm no closer to happiness. So what am I missing? And then on top of that, my physical body was basically falling apart. I was, I was having a very high stress reaction, if you will, almost, almost at the point of a nervous breakdown, but not quite there, but enough for me to really feel concerned. And so that was my turning point. And it just so happened, you know, somehow the universe brings everything together in the right moment. And right then my project got put on hold, ended up meeting with my boss and, and you know, we were just having a conversation. I, I had said that I was tightly wound and a lot of things were just piling on the stress and I was feeling overwhelmed. And he said, why don't you just take a break? And I said, yeah, I'll take a few days off. And he said, it take a couple weeks. And I said, oh, yeah, okay. And so I didn't know what to do. I just, that was my, my starting point. I literally, you know, it was almost like that feeling of being on vacation. So I woke up, I poured myself a big cup of coffee. I sat on my couch. I was overlooking the lake because I had a condo in the water. And I just had this moment where I thought, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do I start? And I just, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to feel this stressed anymore. I don't want to feel this anxious and tense and tightly wound. I don't want to feel this tired anymore. I'm just so tired of being tired. It just, it was a normal loop and I thought that was normal. And, and then a little voice inside me said, 
what do you want to feel instead? And I said, I want to feel peaceful and happy and calm. That's it. Just those three things. And, and then I remember that, wow, I'd actually studied a lot. <laughs> I had all of these great tools at my disposal, but I really wasn't using any of them. I was so busy living my life, setting and achieving goals that I, I really wasn't putting them into practice. So I said, well, why don't I just give it a go? And I said, okay, let me start with meditation, see if I can just quiet the mind. Now I'm type A, so that is not easy for me to do sit still and just <laughs> shut it off and a lot of people can relate to this you know in my in my coaching world or even just meeting people out and about a lot of people tell me this so I didn't really meditate I just sat and I focused on those three feelings peaceful happy calm I knew that the end state for me was I didn't want to lose myself I didn't want to lose my focus and productivity but I really, really needed to find some peace. And so I wanted to find that winning formula that allowed me to still be a top performer, but also just have that inner knowing, take away that stress and anxiety and all the causes of worry. Within weeks, I just started feeling so much lighter. I found more inner peace than I'd ever known. It was just a surprising outcome. I was searching for how to reduce my stress and just find some balance in my life. And what came out was so surprising and so much more wonderful than I could ever imagine. I mean, I found inner peace and a confidence like I'd never known before. The world was responding to me differently because my energy and mindset had shifted. And then opportunities just started coming to me like, I would think of something in the morning, like, oh, I think I need to find a new contract in this field or with this salary. And then literally by the end of the day, it would show up. It was just uncanny. It was like I'd found this winning formula to manifest anything as well by finding my own peace. That's why I came up with the rewire system, because it kind of just showed up for me. I was looking for my own individual happiness and success path and formula. and what happened was it was so it was so obvious, so clear that in my coaching practice, I started seeing the same results over and over and over and over. But to the to the tune of a hundred percent of the time, people fell into these categories of you know whether it was limiting beliefs or any other strategies. Um, and I say it became a little game like okay, this person's going to show up. I wonder which five of these is going to be for them and. And then as I started studying neuroscience and positive psychology and other things, I realized everything that I found in my coaching practice was being confirmed in the data. And I said, okay, this is a book. This is, this is what I meant to do. I want to teach people how to find this happiness and success for themselves. And it really shifted the needle in all areas. You know, how would you define happiness? It's not it's not that simple, right? It's not just turning a frown into a smile. It includes a state of physical and optimal health, not to have the perfect body, but to be strong enough to get through your day, to have that energy and vitality to get through your day. We have to recognize that we are energetic beings. We feel somebody else's energy, whether it's positive or negative. 
So we need to be responsible for what we expose ourselves to, positive and negative. Some of the negative beings and situations are unavoidable. You know, life events happen. We have to get to work. People are going through things. But we have to be responsible for how we manage our exposure to that so that we can maintain our peace that we're now finding. You know, you're doing so much work to achieve that for yourself. You want to protect it. And then we need to be aware of the things that replenish and restore energies as well. So it's not just sleep. It's joy and laughter can recharge your batteries. Even when you're feeling tired, getting out and doing something, grounding with nature can restore your energies. Meditating and quieting the mind helps you learn to regulate your energy. So there's so much we could do. You know, happiness is not an easy answer. It has to incorporate an overall sense of physical and optimal well-being. We need to be in good health to do everything we need to do in our lives. We need to be on top of our mental and emotional bodies because if we're not, that's where stress lives. That's where physical bodies become either chronically inflamed or in pain, we have heart disease, blood pressure issues. We also have to look at the causes for what's causing the stress and worry in our life. And so the rewire system really goes through, you know, step by step. It's a six-week program to sort of remap so that they can actually be, you know, sort of vibrating in harmony to get you the results you want. And it's miraculous. Oh, you are so inspiring with what you have been through with, like, even back to the discrimination and then the knowledge you have gained through your lifetime of happiness and I just think this is incredible that you are sharing this to help other people find that you can get that that like roadmap to happiness but then it's it's not found usually in things well it's never found in things I should say that <laughs> happiness isn't found in things but when you can get all of yourself together in this great space then that's where happiness is is when you can rewire, and I love how you teach this. You can rewire and train your brain. <laughs> and I'm just so proud of what you're doing to help other people find this in their life as well. So thank you. For oh, this. thank you so much. I think, I think the thing that excited me most about this was, you know, there's so few people that will reach out for coaching and therapy, and most people think they don't need it, and that's fine. But what about the rest of the folks that... Just, they need change. They just don't know where to start. And that's why I came up with this rewire system. I really took sort of that, that coaching modality and flipped it on its head and said, how can I teach people the tool they need? If you're trying to find happiness, but you're not dealing with the things that are causing you enormous worry and anxiety and stress right now, you know, fear of not having enough money, uh, feeling alone, a room full of people, feeling alone and unsupported, even in your relationship. It, you know, it can be so... It can be so trying and not being in control of your physical health or your nutrition. Some people are in this cycle without even realizing that it's, it's so toxic. You know, it's not just about trying to be on a health plan and breaking that and having the piece of chocolate cake. It's not about the cake. It's about the emotional spiral that happens afterwards because you feel like you couldn't follow through on your commitments because you feel like, you let yourself down because you feel like a failure again. All of that can stop with just some simple little shifts and understanding. All it does is it gives you more choice. 
to live your life intentionally. So instead of waking up in autopilot, you get to wake up and choose how you want to think and feel for the day. So it's an enormous shift with just as little as 10 to 20 minutes per day. And if I could, I'd love to give your audience this, this toolkit that I gave my coaching clients as well, uh, which is a free ebook that you can go and, and download from sixweekstohappy.com where you can map out the things you need, you personally need, because what you need is different than your sibling, your partner, your friends, your family. And, you know, life is short. Life is short. Don't wait. I'm just sitting here smiling and nodding with everything you're saying. I'm like, yes, this is possible. You can change your happiness levels. So I think this is wonderful. And thank you for offering this generous gift to anyone listening. I think this will be the spark maybe that we could use to just kind of rethink things and be able to get on a little bit higher vibration. And I think that's really important if we feel that we're in the slump or that we're chasing happiness in things. And we can find that it's just right there and that's been there all along and that we can tap into that that's already there and elevate ourselves. So thank you. This is wonderful. I appreciate this. Thank you for having me, Heidi. Such a pleasure. And thank you for having me speak with your audience as well. I'm very, very excited. You're still here? Well, then enjoy this little outtake from that interview. Thank you for what you brought into my life today and the light that you have shared. This has been really great to hear your story and where you've come because you could have chosen a different way. You could have chosen bitterness and anger and the way you were treated when you were little and you've decided to find happiness and teach that to others. So very inspiring. So thank you. Well, I think, yes, I think it's such an important time, especially with what's happening in the world in the U.S. and and various other parts is, you know, we all need to find compassion and we need to have some hope that, you know, we can change things for the better. You know, it's it's not a hopeless state. And I think that's, that's really what excited me the most is how can I help people help themselves? Yeah. Yeah, because it starts with you. You have to decide to change. If you want the world to change or the country to change or anything to change, you get to just worry about changing you. Yeah, Yeah, and what's so phenomenal is we really get to discover how uniquely special and talented each of us are in this world. If you're wired like I am to be type A and detail-oriented and thorough, I can be wonderful and awful at the same time, but (laughs) learning how to tap into the wonder of it and leave the unhealthy patterns behind is the trick. And if you're wired differently, then then that was your path. And there's a reason for it. And as you go through this book, you also come to discover what your talents are, what your purpose is. And, and you get to learn how to be a super attractor and just bring anything you want into your life. So I, I truly hope that this brings a lot of just limitless happiness and success to your audience. Yay, that's awesome. What a beautiful gift. have enjoyed spending this time with you. You might have a friend struggling with the same thing that we talked about in this episode that might enjoy listening to this too. So please share this episode because no one is alone at the lemonade stand.